Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Cannabis Talk 101 is the world's number one source for everything cannabis with Blue and Joe Grande. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue, alongside of me is the world famous Joe Grande, and you are now tuned in to the greatest cannabis show on the planet. Yes, you are, you guys, and thank you so much for listening to our podcast all around the world. Make sure you guys go to our website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis with so many great articles and blogs on the site for you to read. And call us up anytime, 1-800-420-1980. That's the number, and go check out the IG page at CannabisTalk101. Blue is at the number one, Christopher Wright. What's up? I am at Joe Grande 52 and i got to remind you about Advanced Nutrients. they got that complete growing system for the cannabis that optimizes all phases and cycles to bring your crops their true genetic potential. Discover more at advancednutrients.com. Yeah. Our guest on the show today, this is big, you guys. This is real big because... Uh, exactly. Give the horns, give the everything because we got D-Loke in the building, folks. I mean, D-Loke, we got so many things written up on you, but DJ Shaggy Bones, y'all know this dude from the Cottonmouth Kings. I mean, the King Spades, Tsunami Brother, gang of albums. Proud to be a stoner, told me you started smoking at 18 and moved out to Hollywood. So we already knew that from the jump. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like he come on Cannabis Talk 101 and what do we know about D-Lo? Well, he smoked at 18. Wow. You see, I got that in the dome right there. What an intro. What an intro. You like Thanks that? Thanks for having me. Yeah. And so, so not only are we going to get into the music and who you are and how you've been doing this forever and, and now we heard that. I got to back up because you and Blue have been boys for a minute. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you guys walked yeah. in and re- reunited and it felt so good. I need to hear the story reunited before we find out. I mean, I know you're so, good. so many people who haven't heard. Of course, you're a local cat out here. Placentia. Yeah, P-Town. P-Town representing. So I want to get to the Blue story, but a little bit about P-Town growing up. Ah, oh, man, uh, welcome to the suburbs. Suburban life ain't what it seems. Suburban life, the American dream. Suburban, Suburban life, life, so pretty and green. Suburban <laughs> life ain't what it, it seems. seems. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, growing up in the suburbs was great. You know, Placentia is a great, great town in uh, North Orange County. It was uh, great schools, um, played a lot of sports. Just just a young punk, you know, skateboarding, BMXing, uh, smoking weed. 
um, with big dreams of doing something. You know, I, you know? <laughs> I, I, speaking of school, man, he says playing sports right away, man. I'm thinking, you know, we were in high school together, and, uh, you know, we have an extensive history. We've, uh, you know, we've hung out for years. I mean, we just, we've dated the same girls, you know. we we've At the same time? Uh, no, not at the same time. Well, probably at the same time, too. I <laughs> no, wouldn't call no. it a date, though. No, no. <laughs> that wouldn't know. have been a date, though. But, yeah, um, you know, we, we, we definitely did. But but the fun part was is that, you know, we're in high school, man. How tall are you, dog? Probably six foot if I'm lucky. Okay, yeah, so five eight. So he's like five eight. <laughs> he's still using his football height. He's like no, six I, one. Yeah. Or shooting guard. One eighty five. Yeah, I'm like, come well, on, dog. Probably, You're five he, fucking nine. He was probably five ten in high school, and and uh, still is. And this dude came out running up, dude, in the middle of like a a, a basketball. Like oh, a, we had a rally at the school, and he just grabbed the someone. Alley ooped him the basketball, and and D'Lo just comes running up, full on slam dunks. No, it, I cannot believe hey, you remember. Dude, that, what are you dog? talking Come about, dog? Dude, that was uh, amazing. I don't know, like, it, yeah, I just back then I used to be able to dunk. I mean, I can't yeah. dunk no more. I was I was five ten, and <laughs> first time I dunked a ball I was a sophomore in high school. You had a great career playing basketball, and then I went on to uh, Golden West Junior College right up the street, played some ball up there as a freshman, and. And started doing music uh, shortly after my basketball uh, career was looking like it was going to, you know, be a little more work than I intended it to be in high school yeah. at the time. So just got into music full time. But, yeah, I used to be able to dunk as a sophomore. It's pretty, pretty Dude, crazy. sophomore pretty in crazy. high school, bro. Pretty crazy. Short, like the shortest guy I've And seen not dunk. only that, seeing, seeing a light-skinned crazy. kid come out of nowhere just hopping out the I building like that. I used to throw like the ball that. up and, like, let it bounce <laughs> and run under it. Just, ah! Like, I was crazy. Like, you know, it was, it was uh, unbelievable. That that crazy. is always fun. So you it grew up crazy. there. What what was the dynamic? Mom, dad, kid, brothers. What did you got? What what, what was growing up for you like? Um, you know, I grew up with my mom. Moved to my father's house when I was in sixth grade. That's when I moved to Placentia, Orange County. I was in Anaheim before that. You know, it was just a single single us. Dad raising two boys and a daughter, and uh, no stepmom at the time. So it was a good, tough love. You know, worked hard. Uh, my dad, you know, preached or setting goals and um, working hard, sticking to a plan. And uh, so that's kind of how I grew up, just with that mentality. A lot of sports. Sports sports kind of molded me into mentally and got me ready for a lot of things in life. You know, when you're in sports and you're a kid, the coaches, you know, prepare you for life in a lot of ways you don't really expect it as a young kid. So that rubbed off me a lot, just, just working hard and, and sticking to my guns and believing what I believe in and, and just giving it my all. And, here I am 26 years later doing the same job in music. So, yeah, sticking to my guns, working hard. Hey, 26 years later, you're still grinding. Cottonmouth wow. Kings have been doing their Crazy. things forever. As we learn a little bit more about you, D-Loke, I love to ask people questions before we dive into some other things. What's your favorite TV series you're watching right now, especially with so much Netflix, Hulu, everything else? What's something you're on that, oh, my God, this is my guilty pleasure? Oh, man. Besides uh, this lovely food Jessica threw down in front yeah, of us for. Thank, thank you, you Jessica. Love you, baby. <laughs> this is good. And I like doing a podcast. It's like the food podcast, right? Yeah, I don't. It's like we sitting here eating and munching. Goldie, you need some of this? Come grab a bite. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was well cooked, but I'll pass. I already ate. I'm a documentary guy. Mm. I'm a documentary guy. So I've been into a lot of documentaries. My wife loves all, all the new um, podcast. You know, all the shows coming up. But I'm not. I'm not too much into. Any TV series. I'm more of a doc guy. I don't watch a lot of TV in general. What's the last to be, doc? To be honest with you, I don't watch a lot of TV. I watch TV evening times, maybe. For, right. for a couple hours after I cool down off my day just to 
just to get my uh, get, just to cool down from the right. just, just to get my head out of the work. It's good to step away from from work for a little bit, you know, because I'm the type of dude that sit there all night on my phone on my couch and think about the next big thing I'm gonna try to do or, or what can I set up or something. So. I'm just getting the documentaries, man. I'll flick on Netflix or something, just go to the doc channel and just scroll down the line and just pick something I like, you know? I love right. how so, so many of us are just so different, right? Like, so, like you're the documentary guy. And that's why Netflix has that type of shit when you yeah. think about it, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, why is this there? There's guys that deloke that that's all he goes on for. I, I ain't going over what's the, the popular series. What's on the documentaries? That's it. Yeah, I like them too because they they give you know real value in, in what you watch because you kind of get I to do. see education. Yeah, it's more educational. I don't like sit there and waste my time over some fictional story or yeah. something going on. I'm like, man, that's kind of a waste of time. Like, yeah, I better learn something right now or just turn on some documentary. Or... It gives you some. Give me some knowledge. Yeah, yeah, you give know. And, and, and D-Lo, what's your what's your favorite song growing up? You know what I mean? Oh, before, before your own. Before you started obviously. busting your own, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, when did you guys first start buying music? I mean, like, I when mean, did you, like, like, how are we taking it back? Like, warehouse yeah, music. Yeah, Let's yeah, go to yeah, warehouse, warehouse music. music. Let's yeah. go to warehouse music when or we, blockbuster music. Yeah, when you had to, go, you to the, go in the store. Go in the store. Man, like, my, first, my first album I ever bought, to be honest, just be 100% with you, was just Run DMC record. Oh, that was the first record man. I bought in 86. Wow. You know what I mean? That, vinyl. That, that, literally a vinyl. And then I bought... When I was 86, I was 10 years old, you know what I mean? So music was pretty fresh in my ears, and I had to cover up the, you know, lyric, you know, the... the of course, the stickers. Yeah, you know. I Hide the little things. So and, my yeah. mom can buy it, and... and was mom, Boy. I want to get this one. Oh, yeah, Beast License Hill. It was that, oh. you know. Got into suicidal tendencies, skating as a kid. Yeah. So I was really into punk rock and, like, gangster rap. Yeah. And to me, they had the same mentality. Like, they were just all about what they believed in and, and speaking their mind and I was like both musics there were totally two different types of music but they had like the same type of uh, mentality to me you know what I mean yeah it is the same mentality actually it's it, real it's strong exactly, yeah just it's like really no one gives a shit it's, it's yeah, more like you know that's what it is that, that kind of that kind of actually um, is, is a good segue because it, it turns into something like you don't think of it like that Unless you're involved in both mm -hmm, right because mm -hmm. you know the, the suicidal tendency guys the guys that are more into punk rock mm -hmm. It's very hip hop ish if you, if you listen to both if you listen to both of them right it, it, it can I can see how that relates. Not only can you see how it relates, but it's music, right? So it's a journey of music. When you look at that, sometimes because when I look at the journey of music, Delok, I never thought I'd be so much into country ever in my life, right? And now in my life, I love listening to country yes. music. Damn, Garth Brooks gets to everybody. Hey, and because <laughs> it's too. the story. I, me too, I like it. You, you I, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And as a kid, nah, as well, I, grow, I, I bashed love it. country. Me? I love country. Dila, right? <laughs> right? Right? I mean, yes. I mean, don't get it twisted. <laughs> yes, I, I, got, I, got, I bought an a, a album off, you know, a tape off Too Short, a tape at the Berryessa Flea Market. So I go back with the hip hop and love it to death. Yeah. But and I had every Run DMC album you could imagine. Beast Boy. So when you say that, that's right up my alley. But as you talk about the music blue and say how the different artists blend over and stuff like that, well, it, it just it it's music. It, it and takes storytelling. Me, well, it takes me somewhere, right? When I was young, I had an opportunity to be a part of the Def Row team, you right. know, and I was in there. So I, was, I remember that yeah, blue. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so I, I mean, we just got our Defo chain. So they just gave me the Defo chain uh, at the Burning Trees Festival. I threw that big festival. They, the, they came out and um, uh, some of Snoop's partners on that. They, they were like, look, it's been you know many years that you've been with us. We're going to bless you and Joe with the, the Defo chain, which was 
you know, we damn near cried because it was like, damn, like this is amazing. That's, that's a big deal. It's a I was big like, deal. thank you, Blue. That's a huge deal. Yeah, and he was like, thank, thank you, Blue. Blue. <laughs> he was like, I got that one on you. You know, yeah, that was a, that was a coattail, Blue. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, Blue, you grew up on you grew up on the Chronic. Yeah, on you the grew Chronic. Up on the Chronic. Yeah, like, full speed, that, right? Like that road our in high school, that's what we that's, that's what what we lived. We were emulating all that. That's weird. But I was so against the East Coast music. But right now, because because it was a, a war, you know, and course, I was so in tune to the like, no, I'm West Coast. I don't I don't even listen to you know um, Wu Tang Clan. But I'm watching their documentary right now. I mean, not, not their documentary, but their series. They got a new series on Hulu. And I'm stuck on it, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying great. it right now. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I'm over here like, damn. The Wu Tang's got a whole document. I mean, a, a, a series, and it's, it's, it's awesome. It's a, it's a good show. So, can't wait to watch all those documentaries. Let's take a break real quick. Take a, another bite of this food that's coming out of my mouth, <laughs> and then I'm gonna hear yeah. about a boy, who comes up in the suburbs, yeah, and then goes on the biggest tours that you could ever hear about. We're gonna hear about some of these big tours when we come out. Yeah, Cottonmouth Kings in the building, baby. Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Y'all know what time it is in here, right? Dime time! That's right. Think higher with Dime Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, and Oklahoma. Check out the website, dimeindustries.com, or on Instagram, dime.industries. Industries. Excuse me. Industries? Yes, exactly. D-Log from the Cottonmouth Kings. We just said you're from the suburbs. You said all that good stuff. Started smoking at 18. Knowing blue from high school. Dating the same chicks and all this from the youngsters. Okay. And all these fun things, playing sports. To do, you guys did some of the biggest tours. You guys are still going down, if I'm not mistaken. For those who are interested in seeing the Rock uh, Cottonmouth Kings, West Hollywood, California, at the Whiskey Go, February 3rd, 2023. 
They're going to be making their way back to L.A. doing their damn thug fizzle. But you guys have been doing your thing. We're going to get into the cannabis brand that you guys got as well. But let's go to that old school. Give me the story of the first big concert that you performed, dog. Ah, man. Ah. Shit, Rage Against Machine, Blondie, Offspring, <laughs> I could go on and on. But one that sticks out to me a, a lot, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, everybody on every every side of the the, the genre, um, it was when we toured at Lincoln Park. Yeah. When they were, oh, when they were uh, it was a big tour. They were just they were just about to pop off and be the biggest band in the world, and um, they were actually opening up for the Cottonmouth Kings. No I way. remember this story. Yeah. I'm so glad you're bringing this story up. I've had this conversation with you. It's crazy. You guys story. put them on the show, right? Yeah, we put them on the show. They bought on the tour. They yeah. Bought, they, from, with our record labels, Ferrer's Records. And uh, it, it was just, it was just back, you know, MTV was cracking off. We both had songs on MTV. Um, it was just a different vibe back then, you know? Um, it was live. And it just, just Chester, like R.I.P. to Chester, he like every day just he he would come in the back of the bus and they would smoke her weed and him and the DJ and uh, it was just cool j- just to just because they were the biggest band like literally the biggest band literally in the world like right as we we're finishing the tour yeah like, they're just on MTV they're blowing up the record company's blowing up their their single and their tour with Cottonmouth Mel Kings we were doing like two thousand people a night everywhere we went um, some nights do four thousand Milwaukee stuff like that and. Uh, Played so many tours, dude. Like so literally, that—that's one that always remember. I always remember that because they just got to be the biggest band in the world right after they they got off the tour. And I'll just never forget how we stayed right there in they, the cut, like just underground, just smashing in our own little area. And they just went, Roosh. yeah, literally, they, they became like, monsters. Wow, like it was cool. So. Wasn't that last? Wasn't the last show in Ontario, or was it Pomona or Ontario? Or something I like can't that too? remember the last show of the tour, but um. Yeah. What I do remember the most is Chester coming on her bus, like just asking for weed. Yeah, where's weed. your weed at? Yeah. <laughs> this comes smoke with me. Totally. That's as, great. as you say, the weed dealer. What What are some of the crazy old stories if you guys remember just getting the weed there? Oh, uh, we used to ship it. Uh, back in the day, we'd ship it to our hotel rooms. We get like we VHS tapes were popular, so back in the day, we'd put it in, like VH. We'd take the tape out and just put like a few, we'd just roll up some ounces and just put them in a tape, like four ounces in a tape and we'd ship VHS <laughs> tapes all over hotels. Fuck yeah. We'd open you, them up, so we'd film, we'd film each other, open them up in the hotel room and just like, we were crazy. Like, you gotta, like, when Cottonmouth Kings first started cracking off, like, okay, let's take it back. Okay, so 95, okay, uh, there wasn't a lot of marijuana cracking off on, on, on really on the front line of music. There was Sublime, there was Tom Petty, there was everybody smoked weed like in like there's hits from the bong. Willie yeah. Nelson hits from the bong came out. That was Cypress, the biggest shit. Yeah. Cypress Hill came out. Insane. We were sophomores and that came out. Yeah, that was the big. I was like, dude, bongs on in songs and music and marijuana on CD covers. It was like, yeah, there was there was all kinds of fucking uh, little you know little weed songs yeah. and shit like that. But there's never really like a people group. owning it like like cypress hill was owning it you yeah. know what i mean and, yeah. and, and they're and, and so we we were just owning it and like and getting weed shipped everywhere we we weren't, we weren't really there was no second thought of like how we're we gonna get our weed or, or where was it gonna come from we were flying all over the country with it we we were doing tours in japan if you go to japan it's like 
you get caught with the seed in Japan, you are doing time. time. Yeah. Like you years. Like you better know somebody. You're going to get stuck in the system because you can't speak English and da da da. You're going to be stuck. Yeah. You like, know what I mean? So we were rolling around with bonds and pat. Like we were just ruthless, <laughs> dude, not caring at the time when I was growing and. Shit, I had. I remember first our Comic Kings. I had a lighter in my apartment. I just we just got. I just got an apartment and got a record deal. Me and Saint got apartments across the street from each other in Redondo Beach. I was growing back, literally, in like when it was. You, you it was could do so bad taboo. You had one. You had one thousand on a light or two. You, you I mean, that's jail time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. we were just so we were like, fuck it. We're calling our band Cottonmouth Kings, and, and you know what I mean. And so we just literally graced the cover of High Times Magazine in '98. Yeah. And. We were growing up high times. There was like Bob Marley was on the cover, and like big time people yeah. in '95. Only people who were on the cover of High Times were like Willie Major Nelson, players. Yeah. Bob Marley, yeah. Um, that category. Big, there wasn't big. a lot of there wasn't a lot of bands like multiple people on the cover of High Times magazine. I remember I went down to New York. They were like, "Yo, look here's the history of High Times magazines. Look at all the walls." And we were like, "Yeah, we, we, this is '90s. This is '98." And they're, they're talking about, they've been around since the 70s, so there's every issue. And they're like, look at one person, one person, there's a group. So and we were like the first group that graced the cover of High Times Magazine in, in, in 98. Wow. Most of the people, if you look at the history of High it's all individual people. So we, we, we were just, you know, there was, there's still no shame in our game. And that's, we, it, it just, it's, a plant, it's a plant to heal the world. That's what we always thought about. It's medicine. And, and there's no way that people be seeing locked up in a cage for marijuana. That's how we've always looked yeah. at it. You know what I mean? Why did you like, get that look, D-Lo? Because that's my opinion on it, too. Yeah. I mean, how did, where did that look? I had a flashback. I had a flashback. Like, to, like, and it was like, that's how, that, that was the whole, like, how could people go to jail? We, we growing this shit in a pot. Yeah. How are you putting <laughs> people in a jail for this when this dude is there? And it, it just didn't make sense to us back in the day. You know what I mean? And it still, and it's still, it well, still it, doesn't it, make sense. It, it, it makes more sense now, but... Uh, so fuck, dude. Cottonmouth Kings has played a huge role, a huge role in, in where cannabis well, is at today in Southern California. And in the world. In the world. Yeah. We, there's not a lot of. I don't think Cottonmouth Kings honestly gets enough respect that that we should get and deserve from just being on the front lines of cannabis for the last 26 years, bringing it and watching it transform from from the jump. I agree. He saw it. He saw it. I see it. Yeah. He's seen it from the get. We're the only cannabis band rocking everywhere. Back, everywhere. Us in Cypress Hill. That was it. Yeah, that was, I was working at Power on. 106 at the time. When, when did you guys come out? No, that was the 90s. We were on Power 106. No, I, I was in San Francisco at the time. I remember you guys heavily hitting like San Francisco, doing shit heavily. out there. Yeah, all and, the uh, reggae fest. We yeah, heavily yeah. hit that. Yeah. Yes, and I the remember you guys clubs. just killing it, right? And I'm like, oh, Cottonmouth Kings. I remember coming out to LA, seeing you guys. I remember met Blue, and he was like, oh my god, you guys. I agree with that statement. Feeling like. Cottonmouth Kings have been a little bit of overlooked. There's several people that do. I think Cottonmouth Kings is definitely a group band that gets overlooked. There's other artists, too, that I look at, especially California, like an RBL Posse. That You know what I mean? RBL, yeah. You remember yeah, RBL, remember, Posse? Yeah, RBL yeah. Posse? So yeah. RBL Posse is another Total one that started, that uh, yeah. was rapping about cannabis early on and doing some Total shit Devastation. A, Total Devastation yeah, is another man. great no, one. That was our favorite <laughs> shit. Yeah. Come on, Total <laughs> Devastation. And then my point is, rock, <laughs> and, and, and your band as well, though. Do you, love, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you guys are those ones that have done that and the pioneers. And for people out there, I love the fact that you're coming on the show so people could hear the history. Thank you. And I'm glad I'm saying that. I'm glad you recognize that. So I'm glad that people can uh, hear it. catch a vibe yeah, and do some Cottonmouth history. Well, you I, think, I, mean? I think and go listen to it because it's still relevant. It's still dope. It's still cool. 
But exactly. You know I mean? The music never dies. You know what I mean? Music will stay around forever. You make good songs that got substance on them, and they'll, they'll be around, you know? Um, I'm still eating off those songs, buying houses off them, raising my kids off them. Yeah. Put, get, putting shoes on my kids and putting heat in the house off those songs. Are you, are, who's, who's the it's original? Who, who, who came up with the Cottonmouth Kings? Was that you that actually came up? Do you, do you remember that? I mean... Do you remember like the, the, the logo, story? The, the story. There's yeah, so there's many so much of it. Yeah. I could go on and on. The book's coming out. The yeah. book's coming out. Yeah. Dog. Oh, I don't want to give book well, Give out. us a little bit. Give yeah. us a little bit. Well, the the Kamel well, King started. Rest in peace to Saint Dog. Yeah. Rest in peace to Saint Dog. Yeah. You know he's the original. When when Kamel Kings first started, I graduated in 90, 95 from El Dorado High School. We started right in the summer of ninety five. We wrote bump. Bump, bump, bump. Yeah. I'm gonna get you so high. You know, me and Saint were writing Cottonmouth. Before it was Cottonmouth Kings, we didn't know what it was. We were just writing raps in in his mom's bedroom, like just wherever we could just find a tape to tape recorder. We were like putting blank tapes in, putting beats in, and and rapping over the speakers just to catch a vibe. He was doing the same thing too. He yeah. was one of the first that I seen rapping at my high school. Yeah, he was freestyling in, in the locker room. Yeah, he was, I was back in the day. I used to he was. And so, but. So me and Saint kind of are the originators of Cottonmouth Kings. It was it was our raps, our ideas, and then we, uh, you know, a basketball coach of mine, rest in peace, Will Perry. I remember Will. Rest in peace, I didn't know Will he Perry. Oh, Sixty-two. Rest in peace. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Rest in peace, dog. Crazy. Uh, He's a big. He was a big influence in your life too. He was. So he was the one who was responsible for hooking. Me up with 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 Daddy X. Okay. The the the, the other guy in Cottonmouth Kings, who was my partner, we Will Perry, the basketball coach, about ten years before he coached me as a sophomore in high school, he was coaching at this Valencia High School. It was it was about five miles up the street from El Dorado. Yeah. A couple of miles, not even that. And uh, he had coached Brad X and Lou Dog. I didn't know that. When they were sophomores and juniors and seniors, I believe. At Valencia High School, they were ten years older than me. The guys in the group, and uh, he moved to El Dorado. He started coaching me. I said, "Where are you going one day?" He yep. said, "I'm going to my other player's house. He used to coach him back in the days. Name's Brad. He was a lot like you. You guys are da da da. You guys both had the same game, and he used to dunk too. And you know, he was a showboater, like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's how he was. And so he, so literally, I say, he's all you got. I'm gonna. And he does music, and I'm gonna go to one of his nightclubs. And this is the guy he's talking about. The guy I met that started forming the Cottonmouth Kings a little more, getting his beats and studio time and stuff like that. He was, he was, uh, he hooked me up with Daddy X. So the, my basketball coach, and I was a sophomore in high school, introduced me to Brad X, who's my partner in Cottonmouth Kings, who was his basketball coach 10 years before he was mine at Arrival High School. So a basketball coach introduced me and Brad. Then I started bringing raps to him, me and Saint. We're like, yo, we're like, like, he's going, where are you going? He's going, I'm going up to L.A., going to Brad's for the weekend, you know? Like he's, he was my coach. He'd go up to L.A., like, party for the weekend and come back and coach on during the weekday, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was crazy. So I uh, literally started going up there with Saint, uh, 18 years old, 17 years old, with, with little raps and little 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 songs we, we had. We were rapping to him at the clubs, like like the – the Century Club, you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, Viper you know, Room, jeans on. Century yeah. Key Club. Club. We was out there busting right in front of the, the line. Like that's how Cottonmouth started. Me and saying, we were rapping like to just to everybody, at, at, literally. And uh, so a basketball coach introduced me to Brad X, and then I bring Saint, and we and then Saint, you know, he he's a guy who taught me how to write a song, and he was the OG Cottonmouth King. Saint Dog, rest in peace. He's he's not here with us anymore, but his spirit lives on through Cottonmouth. It, it it'll never go anywhere. Um, 
Well, we, all, we but have, but it's it, it's 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 been a long ride. You know what I mean? Through through recording it in his mom's bedroom to to playing with Eminem at the forum. Yeah, it, it's it's been it's, yeah. it's it's been it's been a wild ride. That's it's been a, big a lot deal. of miles. You know. Um, we also lost Pac Pac. Lost Pacalica, rest in peace. Pacalica you know? passed. What was the little guy's name with the... Uh, tax man. The tax man. Tax man. Yeah. He's yeah, still the, around. He lives at the beach. Yeah. I just talked to him. Uh, I'm just reuniting with some of the old guys again, to be honest with you. Yeah. For 2023, is going to be the 25th year anniversary suburb, for Suburban Noise Records, which was the record label we had and we represented for a long time. Um, still friends and good friends of, of mine and... The, the owner and stuff like that. So Kevin Zinger, yeah, how's Shout Zinger? Out to Zinger? He's doing good. Is Just good? talked to him the other day. He's, he's keeping it moving. He's super busy. Yeah, you know what I mean, keep keeping his uh, keeping his business is cracking. So, um, but yeah, man, uh, that, that things are moving like still. Like I'm super busy. Like I have a show tonight. I have, I have a brand new project that's called Drip Drops. It comes out on the 28th of this month. It's a record I just did a side project. It's not Carmel Kings. I just had to buy so much music recorded. It just sitting around and. So sometimes I just put things together. So I you put, have a I, new solo project right now? Is that it's not solo. It's called Drip Drops with my homeboy S Dub. He's from Riverside. I met this dude at the at the telephone store. I needed a cell phone. I went to the cell phone store and everybody saw me. He, he hooked me up with a cell phone. You know, I bought a couple off of one for my wife. They find it. He said, "I know who you are, man. Yeah, I've been I've been fans of yours since I was a kid, dog." Like I'm like really good job, respect. You know, Kyle Kings and we got contacts later on. I didn't know he rapped and he sent me some songs and. We smoked a couple of blunts. We kept in contact. I ended up recording this record with with, with this dude uh, who worked at the cell phone store. It was mind-boggling because he was just kind of like a fan. And it wasn't like I was going out pushing for the biggest artist to record a record with so I can get some recognition from his people as well. It was just, it, we, we were just recording music. He was a cool dude. And it was just about, just about recording, you know, making cool songs to me and, and giving this guy an opportunity, that a lifetime that probably someone would never, ever have and ever yeah. dream of. So we started, we kept in contact. And I found that then, then later on, you know, we, we you know, he told me he's he rapped a little bit. I said, oh, you didn't even tell me that when I met you. That's kind of cool. Like, handle it like a player. Handle like a player, yeah. bro. You came like weeks later. So <clears throat> check out my song. After he told me he knew me from the past, and like, I was like, oh, so he's West Coast on this beat. This is like, this is how I grew up. Like, this is cool. You know, we chopped up. We just wrote some songs together, and we we ended up writing like you know twelve really cool songs. I'm like, bro, these songs got substance. Like, I recorded a lot of songs, bro. Like. These songs are fire, bro. Like, Good. trust me. And they can't be slept on. So the record's called, the project's called Drip Drops. Nice. Me and my homeboy S-Dub, and it comes out October 28th. We just did a little tour last month. We did 11 shows. I saw that. I saw that. I saw a couple did, of your shows. We did 11 shows. Um, just promoting that project. You know, I got... Is it with the next, band? With the band or no, straight up just you two? Beach, yeah. Yeah, nice. Got a homie from Riverside making all the beats. It's nice. all It's like, well, I used to live out there. I just moved out to Arizona. So it's like... He lived there. I lived there. So we just had a little click, you know. We just made a record. It was really fun, to be honest with you. He's a really genuine dude, and it was actually a really good time making the record. Um, but and, and I got a show. Like I got next, like what on the 11th through uh, the 10th through 15th the next month. I go out with uh, Crazy Town. Oh, nice. You know I mean, Seth, you know, Shifty, mm -hmm. yep. Butterfly, you know. Uh, so I'm looking for. I'm super busy. So Deluxe, you get. I, I got a show tonight. I got a project coming out on. Saturday, on, Friday, on, on, on no, Friday. On Friday, then I got the launch party for the brand new band. Finally, that's why I kind of want to come here and talk about the Cottonmouth Kush. Cush. You know, Cottonmouth Kings, we had the music for 20. decades, 26 years. Finally, it's like, 
everybody in the industry had weed brands. Like, why doesn't the Cottonmouth Kings have a weed brand? Well, let's talk about that real quick. Let's take a break real quick. Let's do it. Take a break, come back, and we're going to talk about the cannabis brand that Kush... Cottonmouth Kush. Cottonmouth Kush. Let's go. Cottonmouth Kings, Cottonmouth Kush. It just had to be done. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. What time is it, folks? Dime time! That's right, you know it's dime time, but it ain't dime time read time. If you're looking for a trusted cannabis seed at a fair price, you need to head to rocketseeds.com or on Instagram. <laughs> it's at rocket underscore seeds. I got to thank everybody around here for helping us out do so much. Maybe you can help my eyes out as well. Daniel, Cal, Christian A, Christian S, Danny P, Funk, Connor, Jorge, Sagar, Cash, and of course, Jessica Esh, Cam, Isaiah, Dallas, Eric, Alexa, Sarah, Jack, Jasmine, Maddie, Jessica P, Pianchi, Salar, Wilson, Ali, Cousin Ray, Goldie, Brother hey. Pitt, Mark Carnes, Erica, Jennifer, Chris Franchino, and Elvis. Thank you guys for everything that you do. d I love your stories, dog. You talk so great, so much history I of all the them. great things you've I been on tour them. with. But, I mean, Cottonmouth Kings, 25 years in the game. 26, now, 26 years in the game. Now, Cottonmouth Kush. It, only, it had to happen. It had yeah. to happen. Like the underground, uh, we've had a million people on our Facebook before there was even uh, before Instagram even came out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like before any of this shit came out, we already had a million people like years ago. So we have a strong community, you know, throughout the world, through the country. You know, Cottonmouth Kings, our fan base, and, and the kings and queens everywhere. So I mean, we it pays homage. First of all, is it's the strain, um, the strangers, indica, sativas, hybrids. They're all Kush-related OGs. I don't want to get into um, any of our recipes or nothing like that, but they're they're all th- they're all 33 uh, plus THC. They're they're really. I have a great team, um, you know, cooking up. You know what I'm saying? So if you know what I mean. Um, but the strain it, it, it pays homage to the brand, the Cottonmouth Kings. It's not like I'm gonna start a weed strain and like this is because I'm, it's actually just it, it 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 it's it supports the music. You know, our music was based on cannabis. I mean. We just talked about the history of Cottonmouth Kings and 
being on the front line of cannabis forever. I mean, are, are all the kings and queens across the country know, like, you know, like, why haven't you guys come with a strain? So it's ready. It, it pays homage to the legacy. We wrote all these songs high. You know what I mean? When we were kids, we it, medicine's here to have hear the world. Have a tattooed on your body. We have a tattoo on our body. <laughs> we make it a living off marijuana through our music, putting on our clothes, singing about it, writing songs about it, naming our band about it. Everything we've done in our whole life has been based around cannabis. My whole life has, you know what I'm saying, in, in a positive light, in a positive way. There's been some dark sides too, some 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 rides at night. You know what I mean? Some of those. Some of those rides that you're rolling pretty thick, you know what I mean? I don't know if you ever come home or not. There's, yeah, there's been years of that. There's been years of, but, but there's no more of that, you know what I'm saying? So um, made it out alive and feel really good about it, you know what I mean? To, um, and, 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 and it's here to paint homage to the legacy and the fans and all our fans across the world that, that get high and listen to Kamel Kings. This strain's for you. It's for them. It's for yeah. them. You know what I mean? It, it just get high and reminisce and enjoy the flower. Taste the sweet uh, tangerine sky when that Dog's Life OG hits you with a little drip drop. The Dog's Life you know OG. I love it. I love it. Hits you. Where did yeah. the names come from? How did you come up with the songs? The, yeah. The, 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 the songs, cool right? thing is about what I'm going to do, yeah, it, it, <clears> is, is what I think is kind of different is uh, every time I do a drop, I'm going to, um, it's going to be the same, it's going to be the same flower, but I'm going to change the, I'm going to do it like, out of our popular records and song titles. Nice. So each drop's going to be based around, like, our gold records, our platinum songs, like, you know, all our shit, you know what I mean? So it, 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 so if you know, you know. Yep. If, if you're a fan of Cottonmail Kings, and you might have heard of uh, um, Dog's Life. Yeah, so, of course. Okay, yeah. So, right? So, but if you, if you work at FedEx, or, or you, uh, and you drive in a truck, and you're looking to pull over to get, to get some cannabis because you want to relax at night, then uh, you, might. You, you might not know about it. You know what I mean? So the people who know about it know about it, and, and the people who don't know about it just, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's great cannabis. It's going to be catchy. They'll it, learn. Good cannabis. I think, exactly. They'll I, learn. I, I think you should just an But I couldn't run from it. I couldn't run from, from uh, and I thought about, like, you know, I couldn't run from not putting this logo on, on my packaging yeah. next to all the legal stuff. So when you see this logo, it's not the Cottonmouth Kush logo. This is the Cottonmouth Kings logo right here. But it kind of looks like Cottonmouth because you see, you know what I mean? So, but, so when you see that logo on the packaging in a real small spot next to your regulations logos, then you're going to know it's going to be official. What does that logo mean? How did you guys come up with it? What does it symbolize? Cottonmouth it, it, Which it means, it means it's a lifestyle, just how we live, um, you know. This, what's it mean to me? Music, marijuana, a positive lifestyle, working hard, uh, skateboarding, BMXing. Everything. That's what the logo. When I look at the logo, though, what what is it exactly? Is it it's two Ks two back K to back. We came out there in the nineties. It's just the two Ks back to back with the crown. That, that's literally what it is. Just with the. Because that's from a distance. I'm looking at it right, I, and I don't know if I'm tripping. Looking at the Ks going on the on the two solid Ks. The yeah. two top parts look like it could be like facing each other, you know, doves or they something. Like hummingbirds, right? Hummingbird, kissing, thank you. Right? Kissing. Like, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I see two things right. kissing. That's what I like that's a heart. Years ago, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it just it's just simple something that K just K's. can throw your yeah. You just look at it. Simple and uh, this logo stuck. You know, it was uh, it was done in San Diego years ago. I forgot by the artist who did it. Kind of legendary conversation. Like who did the Cottonmouth Kings yeah, logo? Yeah. Like it's kind yeah. of a legendary lick. Like it was done by some some artist in San Diego in the nineties. Was it Asian Cat? 
I don't even know. Like yeah. I, we we were, we didn't even know. Like it was so back then. We were just living, literally like, in hey, the moment. Like hey, take this. You're like no, hey. it was like a, one of the when I first the graphics artists way back in the day. Yeah, I think it was an old SRH graphics artist. Yeah, that did it because we were start we were rapping SRH back in the nineties. Yeah, ninety eight. Yeah, Stoners Wreaking Havoc. Yeah, you know Stoners Wreaking Havoc, which went huge. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and then, yeah, people thought it was our brand for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. We repped it, and it's it's a it's a great brand. They still do really well. It's been around fuck twenty five years. You know, so yeah. it was done by some guy in Dago, like you know, old SRH guy, like back in the you know, day. You, so you, cool. you, you know what you might want to consider is like for every purchase, like maybe there's a free download that they can get a link to a free Pete, download. Pete. Yeah, yeah. So listen, so <laughs> every time you, man, I come to your side. Let me tell you guys why, like. The first drop we're doing is in Lake Elsinore, California at the Healing Tree Collective on Friday. Yeah, okay. shout out to the Four. Healing Tree, man. Yeah, those guys are good. Love Tree. those guys. Yeah, good people. Um, for 48 p.m., we, we uh, RSVP'd the drop just to let, just to, you know, everybody, you can get a free T-shirt if you, if you, if you, if you Register. purchase. If you, no, if you purchase any product the first day, you get a free T-shirt. Nice. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? But there's been over 300 RSVPs for the drop. 300. Wow. How many people is 300 people going to look like in front of a collective lined up? That's crazy. <laughs> is that crazy? Yes. So I'm going to put on a free show for an hour. I'm bringing all my fake weed plants. I'm putting them on stage. I'm going I'm to I'm create a nice little vibe. I'm going to rock for free for an hour and introduce the brand for everybody. Nice. That's dope. Yeah, that's going to so be nice. That's it's going to be dope. fun. So from 4 to 8 p.m., you're going to get a free T-shirt. And it, it, what you, just to touch back, which, what you were touching on, I was going, every time you get a, uh, every time you purchase something, you know what I mean? I was gonna get. Uh, I was gonna write on, on the package. You can do. You, yeah, you, you can, scan it. You scan it. You get a free song. Barcode, yeah. Barcode. So there's gonna be drops. So you got these classic records with these classic titles with these classic names. And get it, the, man, it, you get the OG it, songs. It just all kind of come comes through. Or we'll write Full new circle. songs. We'll write yeah. new songs yeah. and give them the QR code. Yeah, that's QR what, code. Yeah, that's but, but that's what we're gonna do. You know what I mean? That'll so be dope. Just to do something different than any other cannabis brands, like you know what I mean. Um, what, what, it's what, music, so that's the, that's what it's based on. So give that, it that's, away. That's that, lovely. That's what it is. Are that's you coming out is. just flower for now? Just flower for now. Just flower. And, and some of this stuff. The right vapes. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Okay. Cool. But but just got to start. Uh, this is where we've we been working on the flower for a while. So yeah. Th this is the. I'm, I'm a flower guy too. Yeah. You smoke. Just, been, just, just, just at the end of the day, like probably seventy percent, eighty percent, ninety percent flower. Anything yeah. else? You right, know what I mean? Yeah. Like just at the end of the day, like. These might come with me on these little road trips. Yeah, they're good. That's about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but besides that, I'm, I'm flower. And, and the older I get, um, it's more like lighter flower during the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't need to be that strong. Yeah, it's, it's, that like, shit's getting like, strong right now, though. Is, I can't like, think. Like, you know how it is. You run a, I, run the, I run the record label. I got my own record label, PDB Records. I do all the... Every, every team, right? Yeah. Every, every family... Yeah. Every every superstar, every rapper has a team that that that, and, and that, that helps them. They're their team of people. So, um, I have a great team, you know, um, a small team, but it, but it, it's 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 my family, and they help. My wife helps me, and, and I have another guy that helps me, and we do all the travel arrangements. I do um, from the designing all the T-shirts to, to to running the web store to uploading the web store. To shipping out the orders, to packaging the orders, to creating the designs, to um, it, so yeah, I have a, I have a, my what wife is, is my team, and so shout out to my wife for doing all the hard work. You guys are staying so, busy. So yeah, we, we have a strong little team. You honestly, and, and it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's effective and, and it moves good. We have a, um, so I'm busy on every level with with, with what, life. What's dog, the web you know? website? CottonmouthKingsStore.com. Yep. You can go to Cottonmouth Kings. 
I'll sell my own glass line. I do really well in glass. I, I sell a lot of pieces. Yeah. I can't even keep them. Uh, shout out to Drone Baker. We just get into collaboration. That's right. You guys hooked uh, up together, next right? Week, next week, I get the, the next batch of pieces in from Drone Baker. So Nice. Um, shout out to, you know. He's one of the best. Yeah, he OG, is. Uh, OG. OG. You know what I mean? So. Um, you go to cottonmouthkingsglass.com. That's my glass store. And get your Jerome Baker and, and Cottonmouth Kings. Get your Jerome Baker collab of pieces. He, 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 blows all, he blows all my glass. So he, he's the, his team blows all the glass. Yeah. So I have a great connection with him. You know, blessed to have that connection. Grew up, we grew up, I mean, we should. I used to see, I see him all the time still. We, we, all, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> we, like we start first sitting those, those bongs and the bu- high school, percolators, like they, they the had, percolators. He was the guy started putting that yellow on the glass and the bubbles. He was like the OG. So, right. see, Kamel Kings and Jerome Beggars like peanut butter and jelly in the weed industry. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't like not say you can't have somebody else do your stuff. Like it just doesn't. Really I love make it, sense. man. I love it. D-Lo, we like to have everybody come on the show and do the high five with us. We could talk forever with you with stories, dude. Yeah, you man. go down a fucking lane that's like boom, boom. You're so fun. You're so easy to go with, but. We'd like to do five quick questions with some of the people that we bring on the show. The first one is, I think it's 18, but how old were you the first time you smoked cannabis and where'd you get it from? And it wasn't 18. It, was, it, wasn't. it was, no, it was a little before that. I was 16 and I got it from my sister's boyfriend, my homeboy, Luke. Shout out to Luke. if you, I know you ain't listening because he, he's done really well off cannabis. Say that. He lives out in the Ozarks, you know what I'm saying? My boy, I've known him for years. And uh, I used to go out to, um, growing up in Central, I used to go out to Ukaipa a lot. You know, when Ukaipa was kind of not upcoming, not not as nice as it was, to say the least. Like, it ain't the nicest place in the world, but it's, it, the city's came a long way, just saying, in the past 25 years. You know what I mean? It's a great city. So I used to go out to Ukaipa. I used to take my dad's car. I used to borrow, a, borrow his car as a sophomore. And uh, I used to go out there and uh, and smoke swag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that there was all is. of us, though. Yeah. Right? We That's all right, started. Yeah. And, I'd, and bring back... A, I'd bring I'd bring some back with me. I, I break it still off. like the swag. I'd bring. I'd bring I, I wish there was some swag. Back. I wish there was more swag laying around. I'd smoke it still because the new <laughs> shit got me all the quack. Hey, that alien shit. You can't <laughs> smoke like that. The new stuff. It might taste like shit, but, but it gets you high. Just the right enough. Just the right high. And then you're <laughs> like, I'm cool. Yeah. Question number two of the high five, man. What is your favorite way to use or smoke cannabis? You know what? Um, since day one, man, I've been a fan of like snap, pop. Boom. The bomb. Bongs. The bomb. Take bongs. rips from the yeah. bomb. Hit from the uh, bomb. Nothing better. You know better. what's funny? Bongs, it, it, like it, I just, is when I think of you too, like I always think of you, you know, hitting the bong. Like just on, on visuals from. Face down on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we chill and I look over. I like look at Loki's yeah. like all the time. Really? Like, you yeah, probably man. my young 20s like I, hitting the If bong. I would have guessed, I would have guessed bong for sure. I would have been like, oh, I smoke bongs. For sure. Like for always. Even, you guys know the though, even back in the day, we were like, after high school, like 2000 era, we, we, I would go to his house. He, yeah. he would, he, he would, I, I did so much bong riffs with yeah. him and our, and our friends All of our high friends. school. Like, we, we just smoked a lot of bongs. We were just I mean. at the Charger game talking about it. You yeah. were? That's yeah. right. We were. I, I, I went to the up. Charger game and I, and I knew he was coming because he had pinged me. And then, um, and I was like talking, and then, and someone in the car, I think, uh, Tone was like, he's like, yeah, Yo, you seen uh, uh, Loke or Richter? And I'm like, man, I, I just talked to, uh, you know, Loke. I'm going to see him in a few days. No way. Tell him I said, what's up? And then great. Mike Derisio and, and, and Brian Logan That's all great. chimed in. Oh, tell that for what's up, you know? That's it's, great. It's Question good. number three of D Loke from the Cottonmouth Kings. Craziest place you ever used or smoked cannabis? Oh, shit, Japan. Dog. Like, literally, I was like, thinking just that when you Tokyo, said that. downtown, like in hotel rooms when. I'll tell a story. I'll, 
I'll never forget, like, we were in Tokyo. Like, literally, Tokyo's, like, the spot to be. Like, the like there's the Tokyo Tower Hotel. That's where we're at. So, like, if you imagine downtown, that's, like, one of the there's a pretty pretty well-known spot in Tokyo to go sleep if you're traveling, to say yeah. the least. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Tokyo. So, we, we would literally uh, show up to Japan and literally not even, we like, and we would smoke out our hotel rooms. And I remember our manager walking through the hallways, like, spraying like the car, like car, What's it called? Drag car, the car, the cell, black, the clone, car, So he would walk up the hallway, spraying it. You guys, you guys, you guys are the craziest people. You guys are going to go to jail. The whole hotel smells like weed, and they know it's like the Americans. We're in fucking room three ten, and literally, like, it, it was just probably like just in that tower was probably the riskiest spot like ever, yeah. ever, 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 ever. Yeah, you just knowing. Yeah, just, well, we might not go home if they come and get us. Straight up. But it's yeah. true, we're smoking. But it, we, we had to get high, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was crazy. Like, now, like, with, with having, like, you know, responsibilities and, and like, bills and things, like, you, there's just no way I would ever risk that in, yeah. a, in, in a fucking hot second. Yeah, for the family, the kids, no the way. way. No way. Like, no way. Japan, I'm like, I'll just pass that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm cool. Pass. Back then, you would have had clout if you got busted. It was like, oh, this Damn. fool got arrested in fucking yeah, Japan. Like, it was cool. Yeah, I'm not smoking like that. Nah, nah. nah. Get him with the four. <laughs> Question number four. What is your go-to munchie after you get high? Oh, man, you guys are asking the cool question. <laughs> you guys are asking the cool question. Uh, when I munch, it's more like, I'm going to say it's more towards the eve, like more nighttime munch. Like, I'm not, I'm pretty much on a schedule during the day, like from eating and like whatever, so... <laughs> I guess when I'm getting high, like after six o'clock, seven o'clock, that's usually when most of my daily, my work stuff's done. I try to dedicate at least five hours to my job a day to go. Like if you don't, you're just not going anywhere and, and you're just think you are, but you're really not. So I think around six to eight o'clock, I start getting high and things start like mellowing down in my head. And then... It's like the cereal comes out or something. Like, you know what I mean? It seems like the cereal comes out. I don't know what it is. Then I wake up with a stomach ache. I'm like, why do I eat so much sugar? That is so funny. Literally, I think me and my daughter, like, we, we were eating uh, Fruity Pebbles. Like, she's all like, and I bought, like, the Jumbo family box for, yeah. like, six bucks. It used to be four. Now it's, like, seven. Yeah. Like, water's five. It used to be 250. Yeah. And I'm like, so, um, so I, it was just, it's just the cereal, I think, late night. What, just, what kind? Like just fruity pebbles, fruity pebbles. Captain pebbles. Crunch oh, and fruity pebbles. Yeah. I think yeah. are my two favorites. But I, but, I, but they're the worst for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like of course. I, try, I try to eat more of the more of the fiber based cereal <laughs> during the day with you know peanut I mean? butter in it. Stuff like that. Oh yeah. Anything yeah. like that. Like I took my gallbladder out years ago. So um, some of those oils and then, yeah. sugars and some of that stuff is just not good. So it's for the better to change my my eating habits a little bit, and I don't eat as many. Um, you know, more conscious of it. shit as I used to be. I try to, you know, I yeah. ha like I just have to try to clean it up. Shit will run through me. Yeah, like, literally, yeah, hurt, literally, it's coming out your mouth or your butt. Yeah, it's coming. Question it's number coming. five with you're a running. high you like five. It or not, you're running. Cotton so. mouth butt talk. I like it. Question number five, Dilo. Stuck. I got a You ready? If you could smoke cannabis with anyone. Dead, Dead or, or alive? Alive, <laughs> alive! Who would it be and why? Bob Marley, man! No, no, no probably, like, I I mean, I don't know. That's such, I, just a lot of people, like, there's so many canna cannabis. Well, it doesn't need to be cannabis. Sort of... It could be someone that doesn't smoke that you're like, I would love, you know, anybody, you're, Family, who knows, anyone. Could be, you know, anyone. religious, it, it be... could be, 
you know who's like that fucking what's that bio that you watched that you went that was such the best bio <laughs> flick that i watched i want to smoke with him go hit him hit him with it <laughs> no nah, um Sylvester Stallone, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Rocky! Rocky! I want to tell some Rocky. Rocky or Conan. Hey, d let me tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, you Sylvester no. Stallone! Come on it's out, Sylvester. Sylvester. Is yeah. Sylvester Stallone really your guy? No, no, that, no. I Like, literally, just probably, like, literally, um, I'm... Listen, you know, Method Man. Let's smoke down. Let's smoke with some meth. I'm a fan of meth. Wu Tang. You know, I just watched the Wu Tang documentary like yeah. last month. I'm like, man, you cool to smoke a blunt meth. Yeah, just chill with them. You know, it's, it's funny. You I, know, I whatever. Think... Like, I'm not like you know, Bob Marley. I'm gonna smoke blunt with the musician because we have a lot in common. We can just tell stories for hours. Yeah, I like. I might I... get a little lost talking to I like you know. Right. I wouldn't mind getting high with Carlos Santana. We had him on the show, but I didn't get to smoke with him. <clears throat> Mike Tyson would be funny. Be high Tyson, with Mike Tyson. No, not yet. I've been but around him. I smoked I, in the same on, room with him. You know you want to get high. I do, for I've sure. I've been around Mike several times. I never got to smoke with him, but yeah, I've been yeah, around Mike. We, we get guy. to hang out with him a lot, lot, you know, in the same areas and stuff like that. And he's smoking, but I didn't rock up and grab his joint, especially with COVID and all that shit going on. But every time yeah. I look on Instagram when he's getting high, he's such a legend to me. And he'll <laughs> always be, and he's so funny, and he's such a can I'll let you lover. know. He's just... He's fresh with it. Yeah. He's hard. Like, he's classic. He's, he's classic. He is OG, he's classic. Yeah. Anything that we forgot, man, that you want to discuss before we let you get on out of here, brother? Um, I mean, Blue, we had a, I mean, you, like, dude, we talked about the brand. We've talked about, you know, the store, the merch stores, CarmelKingStore.com, Carmel King's Glass. Collabo the new with Drip Drop Project drip coming drop. out. Yeah. Uh, I got a tour coming up with Crazy Town next month. The brand new Carmel Kush brand. We'll talk more about. Um, and just thank you for having me on Blood Nitty for yeah. a long time. And it's cool because I don't know a lot of people I've known since high school. I know them, but I don't talk to them you know, anymore. There's very few people I talk to that I went to high school with, and Blue's one of them. And I, I probably only count five of them. Yeah. Literally, he's one of the five. Like him, Judge D. Uh, Shout out to Judge, man. How's Richter, Judge doing? maybe. Uh, the, 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 those three. Yeah. Like, that's about it. You know, I know his homies, like, his affiliates, but I don't talk to him. Yeah. You know Random. I, mean? I just he, talked to him. He's the one of the only people I talk to, probably five guys, you know. Yeah. So thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, bro. It's always a blessing. Thank yeah. you, guys. It's Thank definitely guys. a pleasure, bro. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this if no one else loves you, we, we do. do. Thank you yeah. for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.